of immersion. The word immersion is often used by both players and developers to describe a game, but what does the word truly mean? And how can a game achieve it? To immerse a player within a game is to achieve a state where they project themselves in the world you have created. However, the art of immersion is often misunderstood. While graphical fidelity is regarded as one of the most important aspects of modern games, it isn't always enough by itself to achieve such a state. Causing a player to be absorbed within your game world is to communicate with them on a deeper level. My personal favorite word to use is relatability. If a player manages to relate to an aspect of your game, if it resonates with them, speaks to them, then that aspect is your key to winning them over. Relatability can come in many forms, from gorgeous, lifelike visuals, to a heart-wrenching story, all the way to a somber soundtrack. It's always important to remember that each one of your players is unique in their own way. They all come from different backgrounds, they all have different life experiences, biases, but they all have something in common. They have all given your game a chance based on the expectations you've set through your marketing. Your responsibility as a game designer is to deliver on your vision while not steering far from those expectations. By all means, trick your players, subvert certain expectations, but always remember, do not make false promises. And if you've been honest, if you manage to convey your vision, then it means that those players saw something that spoke to them. Unfortunately, you can't evoke the same feelings in each of them using the same methods. Some players may be more sensitive to your music, your character designs, your world building, your plot, or even your gameplay. But remember, there's nothing wrong with not managing to engross every single player or appeal to a massive target audience. You're not meant to. What you're meant to do is to craft something you're proud of. Something that represents the vision of the game you promised, the game you set out to create, the game your players believed in. I want to take a moment and talk a bit about a recent experience of mine with Immersion that I didn't expect and it changed the way I define it. It has to do with a game and genre that I've never really taken a big interest before. So it was the beginning of this year, 2022. I was browsing online for something to play while waiting for Pokemon Legends. And that's when I found it. And that's when I stumbled upon a little game known as The House in Fata Morgana. It really piqued my interest because it was a game I haven't heard of before and it was standing with a perfect 100 score on Metacritic which resulted in a lot of controversy regarding it. For those unfamiliar, The House in Fata Morgana is a linear visual novel with minimal player input. You don't often get to make choices in the game, and the choices you do end up making 
either result in a quick ending or progress you towards the path to the true ending. All in all, The House in Fata Morgana is a predetermined story that the developers wanted to tell. That by itself was the main cause of controversy, because people were complaining that how can you have a perfect 100 Metacritic score when all you do in a game is be an observer in a story, just like reading a book. But without paying any mind to the negative comments and having watched the trailer for it, I was curious. It had what I would call a unique art style compared to other games of its genre, the music was mesmerizing to say the least, and the setting seemed unconventional enough, so I was intrigued. However, it lacked one major feature that I would then consider really important in visual novels, that being voice acting. Despite that, I ended up buying it because it was on a sale, and I got it on my Nintendo Switch, which was the Dreams of the Revenant edition, what we would consider the definitive edition or complete edition. At the time, it was about one and a half or two years in the pandemic, being stuck indoors and feeling a bit isolated. I ended up finding comfort in the atmosphere that the game was creating. The story takes place in a mansion throughout the span of many centuries. You get to play through the stories of the people that live there, see their lives and the tragedies that come with it. After about 35 hours, I think, when I reached the credits, I realized that The House in Fata Morgana has just become my favorite game of all time. And I thought about it, and I got questioned about it a lot. How can a game without any gameplay, any voice acting, no branching paths, and characters that are represented just by sprites, how can I earn that title? How can it be my favorite game of all time? And the answer I found was quite simple, really. Immersion and relatability. The house in Fata Morgana has a perfect blend of masterfully written characters, a soundtrack that I listen to daily, and a plot so close to my heart that it invalidates the lack of any other features, at least for me. And this is the main takeaway from here. I stumbled upon this game during a time and place in my life that allowed me to develop these feelings. The characters, their struggles, their hopes and dreams, the tone and setting, the music, everything. If I played this during any other time, maybe my feelings would be different. Maybe my thoughts would be different. Maybe I wouldn't be here talking about it now. But this helped me realize that immersion is and always will be subjective. 